Stephen Jones, good afternoon, sir. Good morning. How you guys doing? We're good, man. We are good. So I know that there is a long way to go, and I know a lot of work still has to go into it, but is it okay if I start looking at this Cowboys team and thinking that something special is afoot? Well, yeah, certainly, you know, we, we think a lot of our football team, but we also know in the NFL, disappointment's right around the corner. So you got to take each game one week at a time. i never forget the words coming out of Tex Ram's mouth. He told Jerry when we first were getting involved in the team, remember, they pay their, their guys too. So there's no such things as, uh, you know, somebody you're playing that's weak or anything like that. you got to come with the A game every week. And we're a young team that, uh, you know, we feel like we can keep getting better, but uh, a lot of work ahead of us. It sounds – it sounds, Stephen, like you have killed the 24-hour rule and you're like, we are no longer celebrating oh, yeah. for 24 hours. We get like four hours and then we have to focus back again. No doubt about it. <laughs> I think we got to all enjoy that win. Uh, probably sharing something I maybe shouldn't, but as Zach Martin said, hey, we've done our business and it's 325. <laughs> we got fun day ahead of us. <laughs> oh, so, I uh, love that. Everybody got to enjoy that win. Uh, got to enjoy that win yesterday afternoon and last night, and I'm sure all the players are back focused on the Giants. Steven, it seems like you're getting so much out of your talent. Specifically, I want to talk about your rookies on defense. Uh, I, I thought it was very optimistic to think that rookies can make as big of an impact, especially kind of outside of kind of your, your first-round pick, but you seem to be getting a, a lot of production, especially from your front, from – uh, this draft, how excited are you that these guys are able to produce at an NFL level this quickly? Well, it certainly is encouraging. I mean, we obviously needed it to happen. Theoretically, yesterday we were missing four starters on defense. When you uh, think about D-Law, Neville Gallimore, uh, Keanu Neal, and Dino Wilson, and to have these guys, uh, whether it's free agents that we picked up with a vision for or whether it's uh, – you know, rookie draft picks like Osa and Goldston and uh, obviously Micah. It, it is nice to see those guys step up. And, you know, the encouraging thing is uh, all those guys I just mentioned are going to be coming back. And, you know, we have some rookies who, you know, should be working back in here sooner than later. Uh, Kelvin Joseph and guys like that as well. So uh, I think we'll get Carlos Watkins back this week. And uh, hopefully uh, Armstrong's not far behind. So, uh, you know, we've got some guys who will uh, – be working back in. We all know it's a long season, and you certainly need the numbers uh, in, in this league. I, I think I've mentioned on this show before that, you know, when Mike won the Super Bowl, I think he uh, played 80, uh, 78 different players uh, played in games. And so, uh, you know, it is a journey, and uh, certainly uh, you need this kind of depth uh, to get through, especially this day and time with the, uh, with the pandemic and, and things like that. Uh, there's certainly some challenges out there in terms of week to week. Steven, right now, all, like everybody's giving Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn tremendous amounts of credit, and I'm kind of curious when it comes to you know when it comes to Mike McCarthy, what what do you give him credit for with the success of this team right now? Well, it's uh, it's the ultimate leadership role. I mean, he's the one who made the decision. Uh, you know, Jerry and I've always supported our head coach and the staff that they want to pick and. Mike certainly put this great staff we have together. Uh, there's uh, uh, Bones on special teams. Kellen is the OC. And, 
his staff or uh, Dan, uh, Mike was responsible for the for bringing those guys in, and then ultimately, uh, you know, his leadership role week to week and how he prepares this team. Uh, I think he takes great care of the players and gets them uh, prepared on Sundays, and uh, certainly doing a great job uh, leading us, uh, you know, to a three and one record right now. And I think you know him having uh, his hands on this team has been huge compared to last year where he really never even got to see the team until, uh, you know, four weeks before the season started. So I just think he's doing a, uh, an outstanding job uh, with uh, everything that he's doing uh, and his leadership role as head coach. Certainly when you decide to be a head coach, that's not going to uh, be a play caller. Uh, we certainly uh, believe in that. We push Jason to do it. Uh, he started out as a play caller and then moved to a, role where he was delegating those responsibilities and uh you know we feel like that's the right thing to do there's so many different things that go into being a head coach in the national football league uh, we think it's the right thing to do now you'd mentioned obviously the return we're hoping this week of carlos watkins whether it's in Secchi or wilson or neil what can you tell us about the progression of those guys well, I think uh, obviously Neil's uh, coming off the COVID list. I mean, that was just a, a tough situation for him. Uh, you know, he was sitting it out. Uh, he had five days that he was having to uh, take, you know, uh, test negative, and unfortunately, he tested positive toward the end of that, and then the clock started over for him, so he missed two weeks. But uh, he should be full bore, ready to roll, and then and the he's been cleared to play, so he should be ready to jump right back in there as our. Uh, as our uh, third tackle there, Steele's obviously been doing a good job, so we'll probably keep that chemistry and uh, let Naseki be our swing tackle for this game. And then uh, I certainly feel like Carlos has a great chance to uh, be prepared to play this week. It'll certainly depend on how he practices this week, and then a, a decision will be made. But he's certainly making a lot of progress, probably Armstrong's uh, further away. And then I, I know he went back out there, but how are y'all feeling on the injury front or I guess health front about Amari Cooper? Oh, I think, uh, you know, we'll just see what the week brings, but he went back out and felt good about it. We'll certainly monitor that. Those hamstrings can be tricky, but uh, he felt good about it and uh, felt good to go going back in or we wouldn't have uh, had him back in the game. So, so he should have a good week and be ready to go. So, Stephen, as we're watching the game on television, uh, Greg Olson was calling the game, and and as it got closer and us Cowboy fans, and I'm sure, got a little bit nervous about where the game was headed in the last three or four minutes to hold on, uh, they were wondering where Trayvon Diggs was. Were you guys kind of sitting in your uh, suite going, hey, why isn't Trayvon Diggs out here stopping this from happening? Well, I think it was uh, certainly uh, it was managing him, and I uh, felt like, uh, you know, he had some things that were tightening up with him, and, you know, we were trying to uh, make the best situational call. I know they were on the sideline down there and, uh, you know, feel co- very confident with the decisions they made and um, understandable. I mean, in this game, uh, in the NFL, uh, you know, we've seen it happen for us and we've seen it happen against us where uh, you overcome big leads or, or, or the other team overcomes big leads, but, uh, you know, we're very comfortable with the decisions we made yesterday. Now, Trayvon Diggs won NFC Defensive Player of the Month, but what I really liked is that Dak said good job and then told him it doesn't mean anything. Do you like that kind of interaction because it's like the focus is the bigger team goal? I thought that was a cool message. Well, I think that's just, uh, 
you know, that's just leadership at its highest uh, and ultimate point. I mean, I think uh, everybody understands on this team we have some really good football players, but the ultimate prize is to win a championship, and we know how evasive that's been for our organization uh, the last 25 years, and uh, I don't think anybody on this team right now has any focus on their individual awards or anything like that. They're all focused on winning football games and uh, ultimately getting to a uh, get to a Super Bowl and winning a championship, and uh, certainly Dak leads the way with that. He's a uh, he's the leader of this football team, and uh, I think every day his focus, whether it be on uh, any side of the ball, special teams, offense, defense, is to uh, continue to have uh, everybody have the same goal, which is uh, win the football game that week, and ultimately knowing that uh, you know there's no, there's no joy in individual prizes here. It's all about uh, the ultimate championship. Stephen, the I think in the third quarter that place was I mean probably as loud as it's ever been. It was it was a great atmosphere because you were putting points on the board. The defense was playing electric, and then the Demonte Casey um, uh, penalty happened. And I'm kind of curious, you know what what do you what what's, what's he supposed to do in that situation? That was it was a legal hit. Everything looked right, but you got penalized for it. And I felt like that kind of took the gas out of the out of the rest of the team after that. Well, I, I I felt our team rebounded from it. It's a tough call. Uh, we certainly, uh, you know, that's a very difficult call on officials when you have that big a hit. And uh, it was very legal. He obviously hit him in the shoulder there. But uh, you're still going to have that same type of uh, head reaction uh, on a big hit like that. We've gone over it in the competition committee ad nauseum. Obviously, uh, you know, we don't want this uh, whole game to turn into a replay game. So we try to limit the number of calls that can uh, be reviewed. Obviously, college does it because they're removing players from games, and uh, we voted, you know, away from that as well. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, you're going to have some plays like that during the course of the season that look like it might be targeting or, uh, or uh, you know, a head-to-head uh, lick, which is what the officials felt like it was. And I must say, live, I thought I thought he had launched and gone high too. But on when you got to see the replay, you certainly saw that. Uh, it was very legal. Uh, uh, he targeted just right and uh, went for the shoulder, and it was a legal hit. It's just every now and then you're going to have some unfortunate plays like that. Did did we ever get an update, and maybe I just missed it, and I apologize if I'm behind the loop. Did Lyle Collins' appeal get denied? I know obviously he's still not playing, but is that situation wrapped up and we'll just see him in a few weeks? You know, uh, I don't know that we've gotten the final one, but uh, certainly – you know, we're you're having to proceed here, you know, under the normal circumstances. Once the commissioner makes the ruling, you proceed as if uh, the penalty's the penalty until uh, something were to come of it. So, you know, he's three games into a five-game suspension. He's back in the building. He's able to uh, attend meetings. And, uh, you know, certainly we've got two games left uh, uh, before he comes back, and it'll be great to get him back. And how did, how did you feel about what Terrence Steele did on this week? Like he continues to grow and progress here. Yeah, he continues to play really well. I mean, again, you know, my hats off to these young group. Of, my hats off to this young group of players. Stephen, uh, did, did you have to shut anyway. the door just now? Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, no, you're being too loud out there, guys. <laughs> but we're good. 
Yes, we are. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The question? It was about Terrence Steele, just how he's playing, how he's doing uh, filling oh, in here. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I go back. I mean, he stepped up in a big way. As I mentioned, Connor McGovern did the first week. It was a, uh, you know, just, you know, these young guys, Golston, Osa, all these guys continue to step up. And, uh, you know, it's just really uh, great to see whether it's uh, draft picks or free agents. Uh, to see these guys stepping up, and ultimately we're going to get a lot of these guys back. So it should just be, uh, you know, great depth for our football team. And it's a long season. As I mentioned, the pandemic uh, creates a lot of challenges. Uh, certainly we play a game where you're going to have injuries, and it's, uh, uh, you know, really nice to have uh, players uh, step in and step up, next up mentality uh, when you have these uh, challenges. And there's there's another player that I don't know if it's because of challenges or what, but this guy just keeps making plays, and it's an impact play out of nowhere. And I'm just kind of curious your story of how you got this guy and how you found him. Jaron Curse has become, you know, they're, they're, we're calling it the big nickel package, but he's becoming an impact player for this team. Yes, he is. And, you know, hats off to Will McClay and, uh, you know, Mike and Dan for having the vision uh, to go get a player like him. You know, you you're seeing more and more of these tight ends and these tight end mismatches that the defenses are faced with, with these long athletic tight ends. And, you know, we just felt like the answer is to go get long athletic safeties and linebackers that can, uh, you know, that can cover these tight ends. And certainly, uh, you know, the vision was correct with him and uh, he stepped up and uh, done a great job. Certainly when we uh, draft a guy like Israel, uh, I'm not going to be able to say his name again, Mookamook. Uh, but I uh, probably butchered it, but, uh, you know, it's the same type of visions. You draft a long corner in Nashon Wright to cover these uh, long receivers that are coming into our game. So uh, you certainly have to counter these uh, uh, productive players, these productive offensive players with uh, how you feel like you can make plays on defense. All right, Steven, so now I need you to be a sports talk radio host here. We're going to go away a little bit from the Cowboys. You probably just saw the Georgia Bulldogs play. They have outscored their opponents this year 205-23 to and played a good Arkansas team. They've played Clemson. Is Georgia better than Alabama this year, and if so, why? <laughs> I can tell you this. I got to see it firsthand, and uh... – a lot of those defensive uh, players I saw on that field, if not all of them, are going to be uh, playing on Sundays. I think they give most NFL offenses uh, a big challenge. But uh, I'm sure we'll get to see that game and uh, uh, live, and uh, it'll be one everybody will want to see when uh, Georgia and Alabama play each other, probably in the SEC championship, the way things are going. But they're certainly a, an elite team, and uh, uh, what a great place to watch college football there and. Uh, they're at the University of Georgia, but they've got a uh, that defense they have is one of the best I've seen in college football. And the last thing I got for you, I know it's simplistic, but it's been a minute since we've been here. How good does it feel to just be three and one? Well, it's uh, it feels great. It's obviously better than the alternative, which is uh, uh, to not be as good as three and one. And uh, certainly, it's uh, great to go to work. I was talking to Mike McCarthy today. And, there's a lot of things we can correct and be better with, uh, you know, that we can can work on this week. And it's certainly easier to coach and uh, easier to be tough on guys when you're coming off a big win and, you know, you're sitting in first place in the NFC East. But uh, as I said, we've got to focus on the Giants. Uh, they're getting better every week. They've had some tough losses and certainly pulled one out yesterday. And uh, they're going to give us a big challenge on Sunday. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Stephen. Love talking with you every Monday. We'll catch up with you next week, sir. Sounds great, guys. Thank you.